But I want to talk to you this morning about prayer. The title of the message is Pray, Prayer the Way. It is the way, folks. Do you realize that you've got to get this revelation? Nothing, listen to me, nothing happens without prayer. You say, well, I didn't pray about it. Well, there was somebody else praying. And we're going to go through that today because God has designed it so you're a part of what he is doing here on earth. We talk about all the time, kingdom come, thy will be done. Well, thy kingdom come is you, and thy will be done is his. But he has to have you. To get, he doesn't have to, but he's decided to do it that way. That's why he sent his son Jesus. So that that spirit then, when he died, that spirit then would come and live in those that believe. Uh, the testimony Neil gave was such a good one. Uh, you say, well, who prayed, for, who prayed for Neil? Well, I guarantee you the person who held that sign up yeah. prayed for it to touch hearts and lives. And that's all it takes is God's will to be done. So I want to go into that this morning. But prayer is communion with God for the manifestation of his glory. Prayer, you know, right off the front. So many of us were raised in religious communities. Prayer is not begging God for anything. It used to be you felt like you had to come to the altar and just cry out to God, help me God. You know, you, we, we even prayed, Lord be with us. What a stupid prayer. Don't throw anything at me. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us, according to the Bible. He's with me all the time. Once I ask him into my heart, the fullness of Christ came in me. I become the kingdom of God. I become what God uses to touch other hearts and lives. Like Harold was talking. It's just loving the people down there. They used to go down and scream at the people years ago. Are you saved? Just, you know, you're going to go to hell. That's not what greater love does. They go down and give greater love. They just encourage the people and love on people. That's what it's all about. The Bible says the goodness of God is what brings us to repentance. He is such a good God. I want to read in the New King James, Hebrews 10, 23. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Well, what's the confession? Well, confession there, when you look it up in the Greek, literally means saying the same thing that God says. But the, the word I want to look at is hold fast. In the Greek, it is... K-A-T-A-E-C-H-O, kateko. The word kata is overpowering dominant force, and the word echo on the end of that is rushing forward to seize it. Well, when you turn the word around like you're supposed to, the, the, when you read it, you read it from this, this way, that way, not that way, that way. It says, rush forward to seize and hold tight something of overpowering dominating force. That's what hold fast means. To the place where you are rushing forward to seize that that has the power to deliver you and change you. We, we every one of us need prayer. There's all kinds of sickness going around all the time now. The answer to that is believing and knowing that God's got that. The answer to that is, is not begging for the healing, receiving the healing. And praying for other people to receive the healing that God's already given us. And recognize that he's got that. See, the Lord guarantees a response when you pray. I mean, when you get a handle on this and you recognize how important it is to be praying, 
He guarantees. Psalm 5 verse 3 says the voice. He says, my voice you shall hear. In other words, my voice he shall hear. He hears me when I cry out. I can't tell you the number of things that I have prayed for that I've watched in my life manifest. This building is one of them. We've got right now uh, of our 12, yeah, we've got, tw I think, 12 furnaces in this building. And of the 12, we've got four of them that the heat exchangers have went out. Well, three we know heat exchangers went out. That's the three smaller ones. But we come in prayer yesterday morning, it was 63 degrees in here. And I kicked it on, make, override it, kick it on, because it doesn't usually run. It didn't run. Well, then we come in this morning, it was 64 degrees, and it didn't run. So we turned all the big house lights on, and in one hour, it was 70 degrees in here. But we don't want to do it that way. We want to do it with the furnace. So when I have Jason to come and check it out, believe with me that it's nothing but a sensor. Because this, this furnace is big and very expensive. But you know what? God's bigger. And it's been sitting out there running for 30 years. We've been blessed. If it goes out, guess what? It'll just change my prayer a little bit. Lord, thank you for the finances. That This is your church, Lord. It's not mine. I thank you for the tithers. I thank you for those that have got a, a revelation on tithing. And I thank you that you're blessing those that tithe. And I thank you those tithers is what's going to support four furnaces out of 12. Am I concerned about it? Not one bit. Why? Because I know his word is true. And that's what I'm talking about. And this sermon's not about getting money for the furnaces. This, this is for you. Because we've got to recognize how important it is to be spending time and build a relationship with God because he answers every prayer. In Psalms 3 verse 4 it says, he answered me. So whatever you pray for that's in his will. Now, if you're praying for a new Corvette, I can't guarantee that. Unless that's his will. See, we build a relationship with him by spending time with him. We build a relationship with him by reading his word. We, we've, we talked about reading one chapter a day, only five days a week, and you'll read the entire New Testament in one year. Well, why? Because that's, you're reading his promises. And then it says, instead of begging God for your healing, instead of begging God for straightening up your finances, he gives you wisdom on how to do that, and he gives you the promise that he will take care of that, but we have to pray. It, it's, like, it's like a circle. He puts that in your heart, and then you pray, and then he accomplishes it. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not to notify God. Hey, God! You think he doesn't know where you're at and what's going on? He never leaves you. He knows what's, you know, we get disappointed with people. We get hurt. I could write a book on that last one. What do you do with that? You take it to God. Lord, am I doing something wrong? Lord, did, did, I, did, I, did I err here and cause this to come in on me? Did I, did I, and he'll give you wisdom on how to deal with it instead of just getting mad at people because people's not your fight. The word says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. The demonic forces are what's fighting us. But, but to pray is not to notify God, but to express our trust, our faith, our expectations, and our heart's desires. He says, I'll give you the desire of your heart. Read the whole scripture. 
when it's his will, when he gives you what, what drops in your heart, then you share, and I'm going to repeat this a lot because you've got to get this. When he drops something in your heart, for, let's, say, let's say you're just going along. Let's say, ladies, you're, just, you're working in the house. You're, you're, you're doing what you do in the house as far as cleaning up after your messy husband. And then all of a sudden, you, you, you hear Krista's name. You think about what she's saying today. That's from the Holy Spirit to pray for her. You think about somebody that you know is sick right now. That's from the Holy Spirit to pray for them. Why? Because he wants it to flow through you so that he'll accomplish it. He knows they're sick. He knows, is Linda here? Did she have to leave? There she are. Every time you think of Linda, you thank the Lord that she's healed and she's standing her ground. Does it look like it at times? Right now it doesn't look good, but that doesn't, we don't go by that. We go by what the word says and we need people that are standing in the loop for her because it works. It works. It's a guarantee. It works. You know, I, I, Neil's sister, what a heartache. They watch, every Sunday they watch from another state. And it was a heartache of what all took place. He, he lost his life. But he didn't leave her. And he's got him. And everything's going to be all right. And right now you think, how could I possibly? Married 40, I think 45, 46 years. So I know the heartache there. So at times already, the past two, two days, I thought of her. Lord, encourage her. Strengthen her. Give her comfort. Like your word says, I guarantee you she is going to get better and better and better because God will take care of her. Why? Because of prayer. Because he, he tells us he will. Philippians 1.9 says, I know as you pray, P Paul was saying, I know as you pray, Jesus is going to help me. That's basically what it says in that scripture. I know when you pray for me, I'm going to get better. I know. Why? Because I know he answers. Philippians 4, 6 says, pray, pray about everything. Don't worry about situations in life. Just trust God and pray. Don't whine. Oh, God, help me. Lord, thank you that you're going to help me. Lord, thank you that you promised to take care of my needs. Lord, thank you that you're my comforter. Lord, thank you that you're going to answer my prayers. I cannot tell you the number of times that I can go back to where I was standing when I had a heartfelt prayer about something in my life that I did not see it come about. Always. Always. I've got a situation with my youngest son right now that's going on. God is going to fix it. Well, why do you, why do you think that? Because he told me that he would. My job is to do my part and pray and thank him that everything's going to straighten out. Well, when's it going to happen? That's out of my... I just know it's going to happen. Harold's going to be going through surgery. Is he going to get better? Yes. What's amazing nowadays, is, folks, is there was a time when he could get no help. There was no technology. We are getting so advanced that it's almost like, anybody watched Star Trek back in the day where they took this little gun and they went, eh, and they fixed them? It's almost that way now. Well, where's all that come from? Somebody got wisdom. I mean, most of us have a computer in our back pocket that's more powerful than sending the space shuttle up. 
Well, how'd you get that? Somebody got wisdom from God on how to do what's going on. It didn't just happen. And we didn't come from monkeys. Anybody would think that's got more faith than, than I do believing in God. To think that you could just come from a... Prayer is the answer to everything. James 5.16 says, The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. In other words, it works. How does it work? The Spirit of God inside of you drops something in your heart. Then you take that, and then you just return it in words back to the Lord. Back in the day when you begged, you wasted your time. You was not in agreement with God. You didn't, you, your hope was a question mark instead of what hope really means. Hope is a positive expectation of good. It's going to happen. It's going to take place. And it's going to be the place. God, God takes those prayers and then he answers those prayers. In Isaiah 62 in New King James 6 and 7, it literally says, I set watchmen on the wall to pray night and day. And it basically says, it says, don't give the Lord rest until he accomplishes what he promised. It says in there too, I think it says, remind me. So I remind the Lord, you said that you would supply the needs in this church. You said you would take care of my needs. And I'm not saying that with the wrong attitude. I'm just telling him what his word says about me. You say that I'm going to make it. You say I'm delivered of this. Every time the enemy speaks to you, no, no, no. He said that I'm going to be okay. Every time sin tries to tempt you, no. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in me. That's why it's important to get this in you. That's why you've got to know the New Testament for sure because you've got to know the answers and you've got to be able to repeat them back. John's amazing how his father taught him scripture, memorized scripture. I can go in the office anytime and I can say, where does it say kind of like? And he'll just quote it off and tell me where it's at. I don't have to use my computer. I just go talk to John. So what happens with John? Anytime John gets attacked in any way, shape, or form, he has the ammunition, and he doesn't say, oh, God, help me. He just quotes, as I'm doing. He just quotes the answer. He quotes what he needs because it says, he says, remind me. This is what prayer is. Every morning you should put your feet on the ground and say, thank you, Lord, that I'm healed and well. Thank you, Lord, that you give me direction today. Thank you, Lord, that, you, that I run into somebody that I can love, somebody that I can help. Put on my heart, Lord, things that I need to know. Well, what are you doing? I'm talking to the one that helps me do it because I can't do it myself. He's got it. He wants us to be a part, folks. Listen. I don't care what your age is, teenager or, or 90 years old. He wants you to, as long as you're breathing. Now, if you're not born again, just say yes to Jesus. It's not a difficult thing. You feel like it is. I'll never forget where I stood in that little Methodist church at Percy, holding on to the back of that pew like it was... Go I, 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 can't, I, I can't say yes to Jesus. Once I did, it was like, duh. And that, I walked and up to the altar, 
and said yes to Jesus, and I knew right then at 12 years old, I knew right then at 12 years old, I was going to be pastoring. I didn't even go after my calling until I was 32. But it happened. You know why it happened? I had a mother that knew that I was called to be a pastor, and she was just thanking God. Lord, he's a mess right now. He's running around with the Cutler crew. The influence is not good, but I know what you called him. And I know he's going to be coming to you. And all of a sudden, one day, it was like, duh, what am I doing? Went to college, hated it. Two years of four different schools, hated it. You know why? I wasn't supposed to be there. I was supposed to be doing this exactly what I'm doing right now and have been doing it for 32 years. Why? My mother prayed. Everything happens because of that. Everything, everything. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. John 4, 2 says, You do not have because you do not ask. Why in the world would I, would I want to live a life without relationship with the Father? Why would I want to come to church and then just leave and not spend any time with him during the week? Try being married and not spending any time with your wife or husband. It won't work. A relationship is what it takes. A relationship is what it takes. A relationship with him is prayer. You talk to him because, listen, he's always talking to you. Always. You say, well, I haven't heard his, I don't know how to hear his voice. Talk to him. You don't have to talk in King James. Just talk to him like, like, like you talk to anybody you talk to. Lord, but, but, but don't beg him. Just thank him. Lord, thank you that you're going to take care of my needs. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I, I'm going to need a new vehicle. One I got's wearing out. Could you make a way where I can, I can do that? Lord, Lord, my finances are terrible. Can you give me wisdom on how to straighten that out? Lord, I thank you that you've got the answer to that. Lord, your word says in James, to ask, if you need it, ask. He'll give you wisdom. The only place it says in the Bible, what a, what a thing you need to use. Lord, I need wisdom this morning. Throughout the day and who I come in contact with, what I say and what I do. Lord, Lord, I, I, I've, got, I've got people that don't like me. And he, you know what he, what he said one time? That's the way it is. I'll never forget, like I throw this out there. Everybody remember Elias Malky. He was in his 80s. I'll never forget. We were coming through Waterloo, picking him up in the airport. And he said, Pastor? I said, yes, Elias. He said, you know, I just, I just realized I got some people that don't like me. He lived on the positive all the time. He lived on the positive so much that he thought everybody loved him. Well, you got people that don't like... Y'all recognize... Some people in here don't like some people in here. Y'all know that? Now, you got to love them, but you don't have to hang out with them. But prayer's the answer to fix any of that. Lord, Lord there's just nobody here that likes me. Are you doing anything for them to like you? Are you praying? That you'll have the wisdom on how to get friends. I mean, I could go on and on with different things in our lives. We, 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 we tend to turn to the, the wrong side. It says to ask. James 4.2 says you do not have because you don't ask. Listen to this one. 
we, we take the scripture where it says bind and loose. Listen to what it says in the Amplified in Matthew 18, 18. Because see, we have to pray God's will and God's word. It says, I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit and declare proper or lawful on earth must be what is already permitted in heaven. I can't get anything. I'm not God. I can't demand anything. But if I see in the scripture it's God's will, he healed everyone, folks. He died on the cross and shed his blood for your sin. You are forgiven if you receive that. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus, the Bible says. That is yours. So you can say to him, Lord, in your prayer, Lord, I see where you say that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. I don't have the faith. Jesus did this for me. So I'm just receiving what you've done for me on the cross. I thank you that I'm healed. You say, well, what if it don't work? What if it does? And I can always go back to, ultimately, we're healed. He takes care of us. He's got us. He, he's designed it, folks. He has designed it for us. He's created us to have a part of the destroying the works of the devil. I mean, the enemy's always trying to sit on your shoulder and tell you the wrong things. He's always trying to cause problems in your life, in your relationships, in your marriage. He's, you, can I throw this one out? He's always trying to tell you that you don't need to forgive. What a lie. Can I be real blunt? If you are holding a grudge or an ought against anybody, you're wrong. You think you're God? I don't care what they did to you. I don't care what happened. Don't throw anything at me. Your responsibilities do just exactly what he tells you to do. Forgive. He forgave you. Of all the stuff you did, now let me, all the stuff you're doing and all the stuff you're going to do, he already forgave you. So just because somebody's, you're, you got ought with somebody, the Bible says, we're, side note, we're watching Chosen on Wednesday night. The new series is amazing. Come and watch if you're not involved with the youth. But there's a scene coming up where everybody's going and apologizing. And Matthew's be, going to be coming to his father in the start of this, one, this coming Wednesday. And Matthew got the revelation from Jesus that if you've got ought against your brother, don't come to me. Get that straightened out first. You can't walk in unforgiveness. You say, well, what's that, what's that got to do with prayer? Everything. Lord, thank you. I don't like that person. They've hurt me and hurt me. But I know what your word says. That I need to forgive. So you need to give me the power to walk in this. Because in my power, I don't have it. I can't forgive them in my, in my being. But in you, I can do it. That's prayer, and that's an answer. All comes about this way, folks. Relationship. We've got to have relationship. What is prayer? I, I, I've shared this years ago when I got a revelation on it. Prayer is like laying the train track for the locomotive. That, 
Go down here next to the river. Pull up a set of tracks. That train will come chugging along, but just a minute that track's gone, it stopped. God's the same way with us. He's got all the power we need, but if we're not praying, what we need's not getting done. What other people's need's not getting done. Our place is to lay track for the engine of Jesus to get on the track. See, God's in charge. Jesus is a general contractor. The Holy Spirit is doing the work. But none of it can happen without prayer being laid out. None of it can happen without laying the spikes in the ground, putting the rail down. We are the, we are the spikes in the rail. We are the people that, that lays it down. Is it a big responsibility? Yes. It's been given to all of us. That's part of the kingdom work is to, is to pray. Team, come on up. Let's get to the place in our life where we can trust in what he's doing. Ephesians six eighteen says, Pray in the Spirit at all times. Always give him prayer. Luke ten two says, Pray in the Lord, the Lord that would send laborers. First John five, fourteen and fifteen says, I have the confidence he has in us. Now he will give us what we ask. Whatever we ask. Whatever, whatever's going on in your family, whatever's taking place, he's going to take care of it. Let me read Hebrews 10, 23, adding the definition. Let us rush forward and seize and hold tight with overpowering force the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. He will, he will, he will take care of our lives if we just do our part and pray. Jesus, Jesus. 
in this body right now father whatever whatever's going on in them where health is an issue we thank you that by the stripes of jesus everyone that's hearing my voice right now is healed and taken care of we trust in you father we thank you for every situation circumstance that you will turn for good in jesus name amen amen call you blessed you are dismissed if you need prayer for anything we're up i'll be up front